0: Welcome to the podcast episode four. Today we are joined by a fabulous guest, Taryn Nettles. I hope I'm saying your last name right. You are. (laughs) Taryn is an online coach based in the US, and she specializes in all things women's health, hormones, and sustainable fat loss, which is just magic words to our ears. Um, And we really love and resonate with her philosophy of coaching as beyond just fitness fitness coaching i love that so in this episode we're going to discuss female hormones and the, how they relate to training nutrition fat loss and vice versa and you also like dmx and dogs i mean
1: yeah perfect what
0: a combo <laughs> what a combo welcome to the podcast karen <laughs> like
2: dmx and dogs like they yeah.
3: just go together, you know. I agree. <laughs> well, like DMX as well, I'm sure.
2: I know. <laughs> yes, I, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for having me. It's such an honor to be on here with you guys. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Terrence. Oh, yeah,
0: and, yeah, thanks for working with the time differences um, oh, and all, cool. all of that. So, can you give us a little introduction to yourself, your background and training health nutrition how you got to where you are now what exactly do you do now
2: sure so
0: let's let's start way back in regards like
2: how I got to fitness um so I was in the navy in uh 2004 um I did my four years got out but that was really when I found my love for fitness and I started to to work out so I started to just do my own thing because you know, we have to stay in shape for our, our PRT, which is like our, our bi-yearly by, by uh, physical fitness um, test that we have to do. So I was like, okay, I need to get serious about this for once in my life and start working out, taking care of myself. Um, so I, I started to just kind of dabble and just like research my own stuff. You know, how do I diet? How do I, how do I work out? And I started training like pretty much, like every woman has out there, just tons of cardio, little bit of weight training, you know, Um, and then at the time, um, a guy that I was working with, who's now my fiance, he took me under his wing, um, because he he was a natural bodybuilder, so he just kind of showed me the ropes, of like, hey, look, this is how you train, just kind of indirectly telling me, like, get off the Stairmaster, like go lift some weights yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I I started doing that and then he helped me just kind of learn the rope seeing. so the bodybuilding way of life so to speak and I just fell in love with it um never thought I can compete or, or do anything like that because I was like I don't know if I if I can do that like there's there's a lot involved and like just seeing everything that Gillis my fiance was going through just like prepping and everything I was just like like that looks cool but I don't I don't know if it's for me you know um and then I started getting more serious about training and like started to really push myself into the gym and stop like lifting lighter weight and really trying to focus on heavier weight you know that's relative to myself yeah and then that's when it's kind of like it it woken up this like monster in me where I was like oh my gosh this is amazing and I just kind of got like that bodybuilding bug so then I decided hey I want to do a show so I was looking for coaches um didn't really research them too well I was just like hey you know oh you're an IFBB pro figure gal like yes, coach me because I want to look like you yeah and needless to say, that was probably the worst experience of my life. It, it, it was the worst dieting, dieting experience I've ever been through. And oh, at the time, I was so new to this. I was just like, this is just maybe what you have to do. You know, living off of tilapia and asparagus, <laughs> uh, doing like 100 minutes of cardio a week. Like I, I'm not even like exaggerating that. Um or not a week, excuse me, a day, a day, 100 minutes cardio a day, plus was it 10 pit interval uh, cardio sessions, two times a week, plus a track workout, plus trying to fit training in, like within all of that. Um, so needless to say, through that experience, I was just like, this is the worst thing ever. And like, uh, it, just going back, I, I wish I could just go back and just, shake myself and be like wake up girl like what are you doing um but I followed that for 24 weeks and I remember when I was four weeks out from my show I got my suit in I tried it on and I was just devastated because I was like I look horrible and throughout the course of only dieting or for dieting for 24 weeks I only lost a total of five pounds that was it yeah five pounds and I was just like yeah it was like what is this like why and I didn't really understand like why I wasn't making progress and then my coach at the time she was like oh no you look great you know you're you know you have great potential you can be a pro and all and I'm like I look nothing like you and so during that time I was just like I had an awakening moment and I pulled out of that prep because I was like, this isn't right for me. I was Mm -hmm. like, this, something's going on. Like I don't look the way I should. Mm -hmm. I'm not making progress and I didn't know why. Um, So needless to say, like during that time too, uh, my fiance, he was dieting, but he was tracking macros. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that he was making a, a lot more better progress than what I was. And I was just like, this doesn't make sense, like you're more flexible with with how you're eating, Mm -hmm. I'm over here living off of fish and veggies, and doing all this cardio, killing myself, and I'm like, it just didn't make sense to me, so anyway, um, during that time too, I was in school, um, I was going for my undergrad in nutrition and dietetics, and after that experience, I was just like, I considered doing online coaching, but I was like, I don't know if I'm qualified to do this yet, just because I'm still in school, I'm still new. Um, So then after I graduated, I was like, I want to know more. So I went ahead and I went for my master's in exercise science and advanced nutrition. And that's when I really started coaching. And so that's what got me into all of this. And just going through my experiences of just, I'm, I'm dieting, I'm not making progress, like what's going on, it allowed me to just dive deeper into into the science and and figure out why like I need answers and so that's what got me here with being involved with women's health and just helping women understand like you're not broken there's just a deeper issue that's not being addressed and so that's what that's where I'm at now in in my my field of work is working with those women and just let's look a little bit deeper and let's correct the issues to, to get progress, to start moving again.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, that's, it's uh, gosh, that prep sounded
1: awful, yeah. but well, in a way,
0: well, but yeah. in a way a blessing because it, it took you to where you are now and yeah, like yeah. what yeah. not to do um, and all of that stuff. And I, I know we, 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 we're, all, we're, def- we're all on the same level with like the chronic dieting and the yo-yo dieting and especially for women who are just you know trying to achieve fat loss and they're doing everything that they think is right you know like all the cardio meat and just veggies and just not getting anywhere and um it can be so confusing and it's yeah. um i think so important you know like you look you needed to understand like why, like, I'm, you know, some, like, so again, like, your, your fiancé was doing, you know, being more flexible, but he was seeing progress, I just think it's, yeah, yeah people often just assume that the more torturous it is, you know, you're going to have better results, and uh, exactly. you must suffer for them, um, and, yep. and again, for women, you know, we're not, we're not small men, we're not, you know, we, <laughs> there's a lot going on with hormones and um, yeah. and that's what I, I really, you know, love about all the info that you put out because, you know, we just hear the calories in, calories out, which is like, yes, but there's this whole other level of um, all the hormones that are, that are at play. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think the problem is people do have this opinion that
3: losing weight is a battle. And you wall with your body a little, little bit to try to find I've got one client I've taken on a few weeks ago who for the first few weeks I told them your macros. You're flexible what you can have as long as it fits in your macros. She was still having boiled chicken and vegetables. I had to like message her and say, Don't have to eat like that. <laughs> and I gave her some meal options. And she you know, she's away this weekend on um, kids and she's like, I told the Internet. There, oh, we, go.
1: there we go, he's
0: frozen, he's <laughs> frozen, oh no, you're back, there you're you are. Are. <laughs> they were on the safari. They're on safari, and where they're staying
3: to make a food, and I'm like, enjoy your time away, it's a weekend, have a nice meal with your family, enjoy it, just be active and keep protein at a decent level and you'll be fine. Don't stress too much, if you want to have a dessert, have one. Yeah. But some people, if have are doing it so long in yo-yo dieting, that we feel like it has to be a a war, it, it takes a lot of re-education.
1: Yeah, you have to suffer. Absolutely. Mm,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Um, Tara, maybe you can take us through, like, the main hormones at play and kind of their roles um, in the body, and then we can get into, yeah, get, then we can dig deeper.
2: We can get into the juicy stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right, so the biggest, like, I love the fact that you said, like, women are not little men, like, that, I was like, in my head, I was screaming, like, yes, yes, (laughs) because that's, you know, that's how people, you know, they treat women, you know, especially if they are used to dieting, you know, males, like, they just don't know about, you know, women, and the fact that we're very different, and we are metabolic adapting machines, like, we will adapt very, very quickly. I mean, some more than others, it really just depends, obviously, on just, you know, genetics, you know, thyroid function, things to that sort. But, you know, there is something to be said when you push a woman really, really hard and you're not allowing her to recover, her body is going to fight back and it's going to downregulate systems in the body that's just not even needed to keep her alive because we're made to thrive. And... The main systems that our body will downregulate is thyroid function, is sex hormones, um, things to that sort. Because we don't need those things to just live, because the body's just taking that energy and putting it towards like the main organs that that's going to keep us alive and just you know thriving in in, well not thriving but surviving in life. Um, So some of the key players in regards to progress and just kind of making sure everything's at bay, so to speak, um, when we are dieting or just to keep things healthy, is going to be our pedestrian, is our estrogen, thyroid hormones, testosterone, cortisol, blood glucose. So those are the, the main contributors here. And when we take a woman and if we're just literally running her into the ground, low calories, high energy output, when that cortisol is up and it's staying high over a period of time, these systems are going to start down regulating. So, our adrenals specifically, those are what is secrete. It secretes testosterone, it secretes testosterone, it also secretes cortisol. So, what happens when we're in that fight or flight mode is the adrenals are just going to secrete more and more and more of that cortisol, suppressing testosterone, suppressing testosterone. And then also too, when when those things happen, now a woman is estrogen dominant and it may be hard for her to hold a good body composition because her testosterone is being suppressed. And when a woman is estrogen dominant, when testosterone is being suppressed, that's called relative estrogen dominance. That within itself can negatively impact thyroid function. Plus on top of that, function down regulating on its own because cortisol is being high because she is dieting on low calories for example and having that high high energy output so that can slow down her progress or even have it or even have progress not even happen and you know when this happens you know obviously depending on like the coach and just how well educated they are in that area i find a couple of things happen either the coach is like well let's just keep cutting calories more and more and more or let um, or let me accuse you of well you're not following my, pro- my pro- protocol my <laughs> protocol you know you're cheating on your diet you're not doing the cardio because my program works for everybody but it's like euh, no not really like you don't understand you're just creating a lot more stress in the body and it's just down regulating systems now and that's why the female is not making that progress. So, you know, when a woman is dieting way too much, it is going to downregulate these systems. Um, like I said, you know, the stress is the biggest one. You know, a mental stress, the physical stress, um, just those alone create that negative hormonal cascade. So blood glucose is, or excuse me, let me back up, cortisol is chronically being elevated. Yeah. Um, It's going to impact our blood glucose, which is creating more of that stressor. It's going to start down-regulating the thyroid hormones, the sex hormones, and it's just just this negative, like, this negative storm that's just inhibiting fat loss. I know I just threw, like, a lot at you, but I'm like...
0: (laughs) No, well, it's, I mean, that's, it just, it's, again, it just goes against, like, everything you know we're taught in the you know you've just got to keep pushing you've got to keep going and like you said it's either like cut more calories because that's going to help you know or or increase more cardio and that's actually putting more stress on your body um and like you said just creating that that cycle and it's it's um I guess that's what happened to you in your first prep and you just I mean five pounds is Oh, yeah. There's nothing for what you were
1: doing. Yeah, yeah. Four weeks is long. To, yeah. It is. To be it's a
0: lot thought explore because it just
3: causes more stress.
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. You start looking and you get these women start watching like, the scale, right? And it's not moving. And then we get this fixation with the scale and everything stressed. They stop sleeping properly. There's work stress. Everything's incoming. And, you know, and then the coach is telling them, well, this isn't working. We either have to cut your
2: calories, or you—you're yeah, not following the plan. It's just one big sort of stress cycle. It is, yeah, and like that—that's the thing too—is like you know when you are dieting, you know, you're putting obviously physical stress on the body. But then once you know you're focusing on that scale, now you're creating a mental stress. So yeah, yes, just like you yes, said, yes, it's, yes. it's the perfect storm, and that is just gonna—it's not gonna help progress and. You know, they say weight loss, it shouldn't really be difficult, you know, because it it is, it, I, I'm going to say this loosely, but mm-hmm. it is calories in, calories out. You know, you restrict the calories, you have high energy output, you know, boom, you're going to drop weight. Um, but that's not always the situation because, you know, if there's a female who has, like, underlining issues to begin with, regardless of where you're putting her calories at, she may not lose the weight. You know, even if you, you know, you set her at, like you figure out her maintenance and then, hey, let me put her, you know, so many calories under her maintenance. um, She may actually end up gaining weight. And then again, starts that whole thing. Well, you're not following the program. Like, What are you doing? Um, My program works for everybody type of thing. And it's just like, you don't understand because if her thyroid's downregulated and you're, you're not really going off of that, to 700 calories mm-hmm. below maintenance and she, she's gaining weight it's just the fact that thyroid cannot keep up with that and so you know that's why she's gaining weight and her body's already under stress which, which makes it a lot more difficult to, to even lose weight. Yeah I mean you get water
3: retention
2: on top of that so you get like no. you know, you get peaks of weight gain
3: rather than you know loss but you know um, a lot of women who come to me, they've, when we've been dieting, we've just been skipping meals, one meal a day, going to a gym and doing hour, two hours of cardio. And actually, they're starting from a very poor thyroid level, probably, yeah, under a lot of stress. And actually, just by raising their food up to either maintenance and trying to get them to eat that level of food, actually sees them losing weight when... Mm-hmm. Well, they're actually just at maintenance. Yeah. yeah. Just because the system's
2: working better. Yeah, exactly. And you're, you're bringing down that cortisol. And, you know, that's that's the biggest contributor. And if you can just get that down, you know, systems will start recovering again. And I think that's the biggest thing for, for women. You know, like you said, um, you know, they, they come to you. They're, like, barely eating. You know, they're going to the gym still. Um, but then when you give them more food, they're like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing! I, I'm I'm finally losing weight, and it's like yeah, because we're we're kind of pulling away that stress now. We're we're making things better. We're we're starting recovery, and I find for women, it's just about you know you got to push, but you got to know when to pull back. Like that's that's the biggest thing. Recovery is progress for women.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh so, yeah. Oh sorry. Ew. No, I was just going to ask. Like so, assuming you have a uh, client who clearly they're stressed mentally physically no results so how do you sort of go about dealing with that is it do you hit the nutrition first or how do you get the client to stop sort of fixating on the you know the, the scale and uh how do you go about telling them you know maybe food will help uh, your recovery how how do you help like such women who it's just hard to get them to listen to, you know, maybe increasing food, uh, working on their recovery. How do you help such a client?
2: So that's, that's a great question. So if I have a client who, like, she just, she stresses over the scale, or let's just say she's just a big stressful to begin with, like, just, she's just stressed out. You know, every little thing stresses her out, like the type A kind of individual. Um, if it's a, a scale issue, if the scale is the thing that stresses her out, I'll just remove the scale. I am mean, like, just stop weighing yourself. Like, just, we need to take away that stressor. Um, if it's a physical stressor where like, you know, she's just, let's say she's just doing way too much or, um, she's doing extra, like on top of, you know, whatever you as the coach yeah. gave her, you know, like you gotta have, you gotta ask those probing questions. Like, well... What are other things that you're doing for activity, like outside of what we have set for you? Um, and then, you know, find that out, get to the bottom of that. And then, you know, just have to, you got to pull those things back for her. And if that's something that's stressing her out, it's like, you just you got to have that honest conversation. Like, hey, look, your stress right now is the biggest thing that is, is stopping you from making the progress. So whether that's the mental stress, the physical stress, we have to combat both, and usually if I have someone where they're just, like, stressing out, or let's say they're not really a stressor, but they hit a stressful period in their life that something's going on, and we are trying to lose body fat, I'll just stop the calorie deficit altogether, because there's really no point of creating a mental stress there um, where, like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I'm not losing weight, you know, um, I'm doing everything, but they forget to tell you, like, they're, they're stressed out, or there's something there where they don't think it's a stressor, but it's a stressor. So during that time, what I would do is I would probably diet break them. So just put them at maintenance and just, you know, explain to them, like, look, we can't really perceive any further until we get these, these stressors under control. Um, and just, give them ways to to manage their stress. So like, you know, breathing techniques. Um, Like I'm a big stippler for Wim Hof. He has excellent, I love him. Excellent, excellent, you know, breathing techniques there. Um, I tell him to meditate. I tell him to do yoga. Um, You know, like find things that help them de-stress. Like get out and like walk, like like things like that. Um, So that's, that's how I go about that. And just, I'm just honest with them, like hey, you're stressing out too much, like we're just basically very counterproductive right now with what we 're trying to accomplish, so until we can get this stuff under control, nip it in the butt, that's when we'll proceed forward
0: yeah, and I think it's I think for women as well once like it feels like they're going backwards away from their goals, but I think once you know they understand like you like you've explained to us with like How all the hormones are involved, you're like this is this is like maintenance is such a great place to be, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's gonna get you to where you wanna go, but you just gotta hang out here for a bit because so many women it's like they've just been on that low fat that low carb life for so so long, and uh, you know and and carbs and fat we need them we need them Um, so can you tell us more about sort of the role of of carbs and fats with
2: like thyroid and the other sort of sex hormones. Sure. So with carbohydrates specifically. So carbohydrates actually trigger leptin. And then once leptin's triggered, it's it's then sending signals to the brain to start signaling other other factors that revolve the heart or that revolve thyroid. Getting hung up here my words. Um, that involve thyroid function. And With carbs specifically, um, what it does is the signaling from the brain, from the pituitary, it then sends a signal to the hormone TSH, thyroid stimulating hormone, and basically just telling the thyroid, hey, produce thyroid hormones. And then from there, what it does, it helps with the conversion between T4, which is the inactive thyroid hormone, to T3, the active thyroid hormone that also controls metabolism, and just gives it a little boost. Now, it's, like, if it is, like, within a dieting phase, let's say, for example, and you give them, um, like, a refeed day. Like, I recommend, like, 48-hour to 72-hour refeed day for women specifically, um, and then on, on a weekly basis, because that can help slow down metabolic adaptation. Um, it can boost up their T3 levels um, just a little bit. Like, it, it's not magic, but it can help, and a little bit can go a long way. Um, So that's one way how carbohydrates help. And in regards to fats, I mean, for women, there is a threshold in regards to how low you can take them for fat. You don't want to go super, super low, low fat for a woman, um, because that does play a large role in intersex hormones. Um, More specifically in um, SHBG, which is sex-binding globular hormone. And what that controls is our testosterone levels. And you know, a lot of women, when it comes to testosterone, they kind of like freak out. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be a man. Like, no, we can't talk testosterone. But it does play a role in us. Um, obviously, men, you know, thrive more off of testosterone. But so do women. Um, because for us, it helps us maintain a good body composition. Um, it keeps us in a positive mood state. It combats always feeling fatigued, um, it preserves muscle mass, it, it gets us stronger, you know, so you want to make sure that you're keeping the fats in there um, for not just, you know, estrogen, testosterone purposes, but for testosterone too, because it's going to help with keeping those up, and you don't want to go below like like I said, like that's a certain point for a woman.
0: Yeah, I, I was actually going to ask you about the testosterone, I, I love that. Cause like yeah, like you say, women are like, well, that's that's not to I'm with us. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, so so important. And yeah, the same. I never, I I, I rarely let women's fat go under fifty grams. Um, but 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 so many come come to me and like carbs are a hundred grams below, um, and fats have been you know even lower. And it's sort of the egg white life. And it's such a <laughs> It's a, such a hard mindset, and mind you know, to overcome that. Yeah. And uh, you know, yeah.
3: think... I've, had, I've had discussions with clients where they go, "Oh, my fat's a bit high." I'm like, no, your fats are where you need to be because you actually need a lot of fats. And good fats in your diet, you know. So, uh, you know, where we've had such little fat, they seem to think like, you know, poached boiled chicken is <laughs> is is the way forward when it's horrible. I wouldn't eat it, so why would I want to climb to eat it, you yeah? So, you know, fats, and trying to explain how important fats are, especially to women, it can't be understated. I think I spend a lot of time when I'm setting up someone's macro, sitting down and go all right, fats we're going to keep here. We're barely going to touch those fats. they are going live, to live there, and we're going to you know, manipulate
2: the other bits. Yeah, Exactly. And then plus, plus which fats, too, what we have to keep in mind is the cholesterol that does come from fat, it plays into, it's called the mother hormone, which is progenilone. And what progenilone does, um, it actually produces or helps produce specific sex hormones. So testosterone, um, DHEA, you know, these are important important hormones for women, um, but more specifically just kind of focusing on like that that testosterone because, you know, that's what's going to help keep Keep a body, uh, a woman's body calm in a good good place and just help her maintain that muscle mass. And so another thing too with the fats is, you know, don't be afraid of consuming like unsaturated fats. So like whole eggs, for example, you know, they're, they're your friend. They, they help, they help the sex hormones. They help the binding of the testosterone to the SHBG and, and, you know, you, you want that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, no, we've, uh, the amount of women we get who've just come off sort of cookie cutter meal plans Mm -hmm. of miserable calories. And it's, it's just so scary. And and, uh, not to be rude to men, but you know, like you say, they don't necessarily understand like the impact of, you know, such... Um, like low calories, low low carb, low fat on, on a woman on women's hormones. and you know it can it, it can be a bit trickier. you know, maybe they won't understand like how are you not losing weight? And you saying, men men forget that we've got quite a simple seesaw. Our
3: Our hormone seesaw is relatively straightforward. Yep. women's have branches <laughs> running up everywhere. trying to keep that on the you know, on this pivot, it's pivots a lot more complicated. You know, mm-hmm. and for men, you know, we just, you know, it's relatively
2: straightforward, <laughs> you know, yeah. and we yeah, but not everyone's the same. And I think that's a big, big lesson there. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then even for women too, I mean, they have like, uh, like they have like dieting strategies that, you know, you can use with them, like based upon where they're at in the cycle. But my biggest thing is you have to do what is, what the client can stick to. Like what are they, what, what promotes the, the most adherence? Um. So what I'm referring to is when a woman is in her follicular phase, so, you know, the first 14 days from the start of her menstrual, um, during that time she tends to be more insulin sensitive. So, you know, you can increase her carbohydrates um, leading into her, her ovulatory phase. But then after that, when she moves into her luteal phase, she can become a little bit more insulin resistant just because during luteal, Progesterone is the dominant hormone in comparison to estrogen, which is in the follicular phase. So, you know, during that time, you know, you can scale back her her carbohydrates a little bit and just increase fats a little bit more, um, and just kind of cycle her that way. But again, it really just depends on is she adherent to it or not. Because if she can't adhere to that, it's like there's no point of, of really even you know trying to manipulate things. Um, or what you can even do too, is like kind of leading into around her ovulatory phase is just increase her carbohydrates during that time. Because what I find for women with the, the hormone fluctuations is that during those times, you know, women, like their appetite picks up more just, you know, because of, you know, the hormone shift and what's getting ready to occur with, you know, ovulation. Um, and I find most women, they're just, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so hungry. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so rather than you eating the whole house, let's just increase calories and, you know, go from there. and Just kind of fluctuate them or fluctuate the macros based upon, based upon that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of
0: sense.
3: Like, you know, I know with ovulation that you know hunger levels increase. So rather than fighting, fighting the natural processes, actually just support them a bit of maintenance for. For, for a week or whatever,
2: you know, for those few days. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, and that's the most important, like, work with the body, not against the body. But mm-hmm. that
3: does take a climb, it's a lot more open, I find, yeah, you know, when, as a male coach, I always say this to, to women, when I give them a track, I say, you know, if you can, please track your menstrual cycle in there, just so I know, but most don't, you know, and, and that's actually because a lot of women, and we did a great podcast, with Victoria Felker, talking about this, are tracking and but still most women don't actually track their menstrual cycle or their still now so you know that is quite useful biofeedback for all conversations yeah. let's think that's
2: all dialogue I suppose yeah. absolutely it, it, a woman needs to track her menstrual because it gives you it's like a monthly report card like yeah. hey I hit my cycle one time like yeah. hormones are good we're, we're fully functioning and and then not only that, like with, with the weight fluctuations that come, you know, where a woman is in her luteal phase or even her ovulatory phase, like her weight may go up a little bit because of fluid retention. It is important to, to know those, like that biofeedback. So then, you know, you can explain it to her like, well, hey, look, you're, you're about to ovulate, you know, we got some fluid retention, you know, it will go down in a couple of days and just give her that reassurance.
3: I, I find a lot of male coaches don't like talking about it. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. dressed, yeah. yes, yeah. ready and going for her. But mm-hmm. for me, you know, I'm happy to chat about it. But I know, especially especially in Kenya and Africa as a whole, you know, there's still uh, a, yeah. still like know, a few Somali women and some, you know, other Muslim women, and it's the dialogue's You know, not so straightforward there. But it's like you know, existed. I know a lot of male coaches will, within Africa, do shy away from those conversations.
1: But yeah, after yeah. after this information, I don't think I'll ever complain about my prep because I'm just trying.
3: To, <laughs> I,
1: yeah. I was just trying to put myself in, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm this I'm ovulating or whatever. Coach put my carbs here. A few weeks, a few days later, coach, this happened. It, it's 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 a
0: yeah, It's, a, a, it's stuff. a
1: It's a different process from a man's sort of uh, weight, fat loss or prep it. It's, it's a whole nother world, to be honest. Yeah, I
2: mean like you guys, like I don't want to be like, oh you guys have it easy, but it's like you guys have it
3: easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, <laughs> I've,
1: I've, after but this is... thing we
2: have
3: to worry about is towards the end of the prep, you why know, do sex drive? No, yeah. it's not guy does. Yeah. It's only a simple season, yes. but, uh, either hungry or hungry, yeah, you either hold or not, you're starving uh, and then not hold yeah. Right? That's, that's being a mess, right?
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking, say, uh, so Clea and I are prepping and I'm just thinking, oh, when is coach giving me a refeed? And she's thinking, what day of my cycle am I in? What is this? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> so... Uh, where
0: am I <laughs> <on that>
1: today?
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's so interesting, I mean, it any, is. <laughs> any woman who works with me, we track the cycle, and I, know, yeah, I always yeah. like to tell them, like, be your own scientist, be your own detective, and for those who are good with tracking their weight daily, they're like, yes, I'm ovulating, yeah. look, you know, that's, I know my weight's going to come back down, and I like what you said to her, and like, don't fight against your body, like, mm-hmm. where you are in your cycle, it's telling you something, and, like, if you plan around it, then you don't feel like you're fighting your body. If you know you're coming, you're coming close to your, your yeah. period and you're getting cravings and things like that, I'm always like, let's plan for it, you know? Either make that a maintenance week or whatever you crave, you know, if it's more sort of carbohydrate than yeah. fat, let's just increase carbs then. And then it's like, it's part of your plan. You're not fighting your body, you're, you're honoring it. Yeah. And, you know, which is how it should be, you know? it's yeah because we stuck with I, it, <laughs> so better went exactly.
2: with it, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're, it's like, your body will let you know what it needs if yeah. you listen to it, like, don't, don't fight it, and be like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm really hungry, I'm craving, like, this food, and you're around your, your ovulatory phase, but I'm gonna diet harder, yeah. like, it, it's just, it's, not that it's not going to work, but it's, it's going to be miserable for you, and creating like a mental stress on your body you know just go with it go go with what your body is is doing and and where you're at in in that phase of your cycle
0: yeah and it, it again it's it's so hard I think for men and women to just get over the mindset of just pushing 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 harder and it I think like you when you didn't lose any weight it must have been so confusing and frustrating i mean like what's wrong with yeah, what's wrong with me why is oh, this not working and yeah. it's i thought yeah. i was broken
2: forever i was yeah. just like well i guess i'm just never destined to be late like i'm just yeah. i'm just meant to be fat like i, I guess <laughs> it's just how it is yeah and i feel like a lot of women feel like that but it's just you know, you got to get down to to the root issue, like what makes us tick, like what what helps with progress, what can hinder the progress, and if you can get down to that nitty gritty and just look at, like number one, like get hormone panels done. You know, check out what's going on under the hood, so to speak. You know, that can really tell you a lot and just how to support your body systems, or should I even be dieting right now? Like that's, that's really the thing that hormones, like any panels will tell you, you know, where you're like, Oh, I got my hormone panels back, oh man, thyroid's down regulated, I see testosterone's low, my my you know, testosterone's low. You know, that right there is basically your body telling you, I I don't wanna be dieting right now. And that's what's hard for women because we're so concerned about, well, I gotta be small and lean and you know, it's all like vanity. But you've got to take care of the inside, you know, like, spending more time out of that calorie deficit is going to be more helpful, what I find, like, from a body composition standpoint, a mental health standpoint, and then obviously the, you know, internal health standpoint, and it all flows together beautifully. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It really, really (coughs) does.
2: Sorry. I was going to say, the one thing I have is
3: found that you know women are capable of pushing more, but doesn't mean we should.
0: Mm.
3: You know, yeah. like you know, you put a woman in a gym, she'll be cracking up weights. With no men bad. I find yeah. if they're on the diet, they're more likely to overeat and not, not report it and stuff. Women more <laughs> likely to overtrain and not report back. But they're like, yeah, about, about 30 minutes of cardio you gave them um, to keep their heart healthy three times a week, suddenly becomes three hours of cardio. <laughs> Because it, it turned each half hour to an hour, and you know, I and mean, maybe just don't tell you that, you know, that's because they always, you know, there's always that feeling of trying to do more, and you know, imagine, you know, women from my my experience can always handle a little bit more volume, but they also need someone to tell them when to put it yeah, back. Yeah, that's enough. And take a deload. How I many women actually wow. take deload weeks? How I many have a week off
2: to just, you know, relax occasionally? Yeah. Absolutely, I mean, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And you know, for some women too, um, some strategies that I like to use, just depending upon you know their their data and how their how their progress is going, is I'll deload them um, around the cycle. So we're deloading like every every four weeks, for example, um, and then during that time, um, obviously pulling back training. But then we'll also go ahead and throw in a, a diet break there and just allow their body to recover um, based upon, you know, their their body's cues. Because for some women, like a week before their cycle, they're just, they feel really tired. You know, I, I find that a lot of the women are like, oh, I'm losing strength. So, well, let's just go ahead and support the body. Let's deload. Let's throw in a diet break and just you know, just kind of keep that going. Um, well, for some, but on the other hand, some other women, they may not feel like that. So, you know, it's really just about like auto-regulating and figuring out like what what works best for, for that woman because we're all the same, yes, but we're also very, very different in regards to just how we respond to things.
0: Oh, yeah. So, Taryn, if a woman came to you and you suspected that, yeah, she's pretty burnt out you know training all the time chronically low calories like what would be your sort of process to to get her back to sort of a good homeostasis sure so the first thing we would
2: do is I would stop the caloric deficit um I would look at her training you know is she is she recovering well is she not recovering well like just also gathering vital feedback on her from that Um, And then what I do for women who they just like, yeah, I'm always dieting. I'm, you know, training like seven days a week, for example, is I pull back the training. Like we're going to train three to four days a week, only doing two sets versus like the four, the five, the six. Like (laughs) women do crazy things. It's just like, why? Uh, But I'll pull that back um, and then I'll start them in a maintenance phase instead of obviously a caloric phase or a caloric deficit phase and just allow their body to start just naturally recovering. And during this time, you know, what I find, and I know Andy talked about that a little bit earlier, where you take them out of the caloric deficit, you know, you allow recovery to take place and then they start losing weight. Okay. Now for these women, like that, that's not the goal. But it's a good step in the right direction because I would want to start increasing their calories, um, with keeping training volume low. Um, so that's going to be the first thing. Um, the next thing would be, I want to see hormone panels because Mm. if you're a, a chronic dieter, you're, you know, always training you have a high energy output, I'm going to assume that there are definitely some hormonal issues going on that need to be addressed, um, and, you know, just keeping them out of that caloric deficit for however long we need to start fixing these, these hormone functions and get her back to homeostasis again. Um, and then another factor too, and this may be going down a rabbit hole a little bit, um, would be, you know, like, is she on hormonal birth control? Because hormonal birth control, well, women don't understand. And that's a problem right there, you know, because when these hormones are being suppressed, you know, your body's not fully functioning. There is a sense of a stressor in the body. There's no homeostasis. So I would have that conversation like, hey, maybe consider non-hormonal birth control, you know, because if you, I mean, every woman has a choice in that that regard, like, do you want to be on birth control or not? And I'm not one to be like, no, you shouldn't be on birth control. Um, but let's, let's do it smartly. Let's switch to a, horm- a non-hormonal to also support, you know, bringing up your hormonal functions to just get you back to normal. Um, and then another thing would also be, you know, focusing on supplementation to support the body's functions to start secreting hormones again naturally. Um, and then, of course, supporting the liver, supporting um, the gut, if there's any gut issues. Um, and then in regard to like the time because I know that's the biggest thing for women. They're like, well, how much time, like a month, I could do this for a month and I'm okay. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, no honey, like it took you years to do this, like mm-hmm. to just kind of jack your hormones up. So it may take potentially up to a year to get, get these things back. Um, so it's like six months to a year. You know, I would say a woman should definitely, you know, not be dieting. Um, but the key is going to be just staying out of that caloric deficit, controlling the stressors. And then once she's back to homeostasis, then we can, well, we got to be careful with this. You can't just jump back into that caloric deficit and just kind of like jack up everything we just spent time fixing. Mm-hmm. So you just have to go about that in, in a very
0: smart way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not easy.
1: <laughs> it's, no. <laughs>
0: uh, I, I, I think that's the hardest thing. Like you say, the ladies are like, okay, I know you do reverse dieting and maintenance so like, yeah, a month? you're kidding.
2: like,
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, anyway, you not know, Female competitors who have done a show, they've been, they've just done a 16, 20 week prep and they've competed on stage and their hormones are all suppressed and, and they think it's just going to bounce back after a few weeks and they're going to go on to another show and we spend show after show for like six months and then yeah, you know,
2: we barely have a maintenance phase and you know, we're back to showing again. And I suppose that's, uh, you know, that's almost a constant, you know, a yeah, constant that, issue. That's definitely the issue because, it's like, I mean, you know, like, you, you know, you compete, you come off stage, like, you, you have, like, that high. And you're like, oh, my gosh, I want to do it again. I want to do it again. But, you know, like, for a natural competitor specifically, like, you can't keep doing this to yourself. You cannot continuously stay in that extreme deficit high energy output um, and I find that for women or I mean even you know some men but since we're talking about women you know we're looking to other women in in the fitness industry and they're like they're always lean and we're like well if they can mm-hmm. do it I can do it but you're missing like the biggest thing are they telling you the full story or are they enhanced mm-hmm. you know because obviously if you have someone who's enhanced, they can maintain that better body composition because they're keeping their their hormones up, or even a lot higher than than normal range. They're super compensated, yeah. and you know, women like from time to time, I'll have women send me a picture like, "Hey, I want to look like this," and I'm looking at at the woman, and I'm like, "They're not. You, you don't understand like what this woman does to to maintain that." So mm-hmm. I think that's another thing like just women just focusing on other women that are enhanced you know versus versus natural because it's it's a different ball game from a hormonal standpoint like from from those two
3: yeah i think i shared the post i think it was um james smith post about having abs all year round the women trying to have abs all year round and being that lean and you know your menstrual cycle starts and But you see other women on social media and you're like, wow, they must be, they're lean all year, but actually what you don't realise is they banked a load of photos, they were just still putting them out and they're not necessarily lean all year. Or some are, and they're enhanced. Or there's so much happening in the background, but so the pressure of social media makes women think, you must have super lean stomach all year round, super lean level of body fat all year round. Um.
1: Exactly. I wanted to ask. You mentioned birth control, and uh, I just just uh, thought I'd ask: Is do you find hormonal birth control is like um, part of the issue when it comes to sort of uh, uh, hormonal issues with uh, when women are, I guess, chronically dieted or overtraining or uh, having issues to do with hormones?
2: Yes. So when it comes to hormonal birth control, like that's the number one contributor to women having hormonal issues from the beginning. Um, Just because, you know, again, it's not supporting hormones, it's suppressing hormones. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what women don't understand with hormonal birth control is, every day, you're putting hormones in your body coming from that hormonal birth control. So it's like, you're almost like in that like enhancement well Mm -hmm. except you're not enhanced but it's almost like you're taking a steroid every day you know Mm -hmm. because you're putting the hormones in your body um and what i find for women who they are on hormonal birth control um for progress it, it really just depends on the woman and how long has she been on it um you know, I've seen women where they've been on hormonal birth control since they were 14 and like now they're they're twenty 27 um, and they have no issues like with losing weight or anything mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. But then I've seen the other side where you have like a 40-year-old woman who's been on hormonal birth control since she was like 16 and she has a harder time losing weight just because hormonal birth control – Basically, it's causing a woman to be estrogen-dominant um, mm-hmm. because it's raising for estrogen and suppressing the pedestrian, you know, testosterone could be low, too, and it will make progress really hard. Yeah. Um, now, when you take out that hormonal birth control, when you're, you're, you want to switch over to non-hormonal or you just want to get off birth control, period, mm-hmm. um, you know, the key player there is making sure that woman is not in a caloric deficit. Um, you know, because she needs to be out of that deficit for a a few months before coming off to just, you know, drive down the cortisol, trying to, you know, keep her body as balanced, I guess, as it could be, considering that there is that hormonal birth control there. And then that way, when she comes off, you know, she's, you know, has her calories higher, and it really just starts with that recovery process right away, because, some women, when they come off, they can bounce back really fast. Other women, things just go. They they might go sideways really fast and yeah. just get a lot worse.
1: So say I uh, Miss X comes and you've stated all this, and I'm like, nope, I don't want to get off birth control. Like things are messed up. You've you know you've seen the blood work, whatever. And she's like, nah, you know, figure out a solution. What do you? <laughs>
2: so that yeah so i've i've dealt with women like that and it's just like okay like you you got to respect it like okay that's you know your choice but i mean you can just band-aid it a little bit um so just you know throwing like having a supplement with dim which helps with just metabolizing estrogen um supporting the liver you know by taking like milk thistle because estrogen metabolism it, it takes place in the liver and the liver is really a big key component there. So you want to support that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just support it through supplementation. Um, that, that's going to really be the only thing yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's, it's it can be a very touchy subject, like, what I find is like, a male telling the female, like, look, you need to get on birth control, (laughs) it's perceived different, yeah, Yeah, it's like, who are you to tell me, like, you're a male, you know, like, you have no idea, Uh, but, I find like, if a female presents it to another female, it can, it's like, okay, I'll consider it, you know, you have some good points, you know, so I guess it's just, all gender specific, like, in the same yeah. way. Moment, I don't. I would tell
3: a client to get off birth control. Yeah, I'm like, thinking... I just present it with facts. Yeah. yeah, just cause... leave a decision making as a man, because you know, don't. As you said, I think you know you're more likely to react badly if you feel like you're, you're telling them to. Do something. Yeah. yeah. I don't you
1: know, think. I don't is, think uh, it'll even in... so, Sorry, I was saying I don't think it'll even matter how your delivery comes. they will just see male.
3: Oh, exactly. No, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it'll, it, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's like you said, it's a bit of a gender-specific subject. Even though, like me and Andy, we have no problem talking about it, but it's, it's just one okay. of those
3: clear, yeah, I, I clear, a little better. Yeah. Where your hormones currently are, you know, I know you're on hormone, you know, birth control. Maybe that's an impact. Maybe something you are looking into. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you yeah. look at yourself,
3: and you know that could be an issue. And then, as you said,
0: maybe supplementing some or Yeah. Well, it's always about informed yeah. choice. I but, think, yeah. like mm. having all of the information, and mm-hmm. and then thinking yeah. about your priorities. Like, if for whatever reason mm-hmm. you're on the birth control, if that's more important to you right now than losing yeah. losing weight or something, that's fine. But if you're like if that is like a factor that you think is sort of getting, inhibiting your, your weight loss and just your overall health in general, then it's like time to think, but make your, make your informed choice Mm -hmm. about it. Um, and I I think just with, with everything, it's all about informed choice. And as, as women, you know, if you're the client, you know, there is so much information out there. I mean, like Taryn's page is, is, is a treasure trove of, Um, information and it's like you 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 need to inform yourself about you know all these things before you come and say oh it's the fault of my hormones yeah but then you don't understand energy balance and things like that like so many women blame their hormones and it's like Mm -hmm. yeah yes it could be but Mm -hmm. let's look at the basics first you know and if you're not if you're not getting any of those right yeah okay now let's yeah, let's get Maybe some either. let's get some blood work done. And I know, Taryn, we had a conversation about that a while ago. Like, I was like, here, it's so hard to get, um, wow. um, oh, yeah, um, like expensive any kind of hormone, well. and it's very expensive. Um, yeah. But it's but, and five hundred dollars. And well, oh, and honestly, yeah. oh, wow. wow. And I what I found with the women I've worked with, if there's any sort of hormonal imbalances, the GP here, whoever they've seen even guidance will just slap them on birth control and it's just like
2: that yeah that's that's the answer to everything you know even like even here in the states you know oh you're having hormonal issues birth control but it's like you're suppressing hormones you're making it worse you're you're not helping the cause um i mean and i would say like for you guys like since it's a little bit more difficult with just you know hormone panels and like the cost and all of that stuff um, like that, you have to like jump through loops to try to get those things. You know, if you guys suspect that, you know, there is a hormone issue, like the best thing that you can do is just stop the calorie deficit, work on reverse dieting, control the stressors, you know, and and go from there, you know, because you'll be able to tell like if, if a female is having a hormonal issue. So if progress is extremely slow and you're just like, why, why is it slow? Um, you know, or if it's just not happening at all, you know, obviously I would just, you no know, calorie deficit at this time. We, we just need to work on re- recovery right now.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. I think yeah. that's such I, I that's a good advice.
3: message. Yeah. Sorry, Sorry, Andy, so go all ahead. I was going to say, is sometimes when you suggest that, an end to calorie deficit, oh. some people
1: panic.
3: Oh. So what I do is I actually don't I put me in a calorie deficit but it's more than what they're more food oh, sorry, it was a, no more day. food than they're eating. Yeah, so it's more food than they're eating currently and then almost reverse diet from there. And start trying to get them just to eat a little bit more.
1: A little yeah,
3: bit more slowly. A little bit more. Do <laughs> cardio. stop the because that's easy we say that stop calorie. Focus on the weight training. Yeah, you know, and then just slowly give
2: them little goals to reach yeah and sometimes it's best just to not say like well we're stopping the calories yeah. you know but like you said like put them start increasing food a little bit and you know if they're continuously like losing weight where like this spike increases they're like oh my gosh it's, it's working what but
1: you're like i oh, actually <laughs> don't even
2: know what i'm doing yet just yeah wait. <laughs> i never
1: i never say i'm just like ah. Uh, Yeah, the new macros. You know, just just try this out for. Let's see. I never say if it's a surplus because I notice it's the same thing. It's like, why are you increasing? I I can't finish this food or there's oh, that was too much. But if you don't say, you realize next day it's like, ooh, I enjoyed an extra bit of rice. I I I loved it and it's. I'm the
0: opposite. I love challenging. (laughs) I love challenging. Like I ask someone, what? Yeah. Why? Why are you? What is holding you back? What is this barrier that you've created for yourself that you are so scared to leave the calorie deficit? I just love working on that because yeah. when you, when a lot of women really think about it, they're like,
1: Yeah, what is it?
0: <laughs> but, but, yeah, but, and you're like, Are you going to be a different person? Are you going to be a worse person? Are you, yeah, you know, can you not just try it? You know, and and then they'll be like, Wow, I feel. So much better, you know, when carbs come up, be like, I have energy, like, yes. Yep. But you feel strongly you're like yes. yeah. you're like, that's the job of carbs. <laughs> like, and like you're like, you know, take all of those things, you know. Yeah. Fat loss will be there in the future, but it just oh, yeah. takes that. Okay. Just being uncomfortable and pushing all those boundaries, those things that we don't want to hear about, like ending the deficit, yep. oh failure. Yeah. Um or, or like overnight you're gonna gain ten kilos. It's like yeah.
2: Probably uh-huh. not. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm more like you in that sense. I'm like, well let's let's explore this. Yeah. You know, tell me like why, like what's going on. And then once it's like that light bulb goes off, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm sleeping better. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like I feel good. I have energy. My training is amazing. And you're just like Yeah. Regular oh, no. bowel
0: movements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, I'm finally going to the bathroom. Which you which you know, like again, I think you know, for for, like, estrogen as well, like, you know, it's it's excreted with your, your poo, so, you know, um, for women who's constipated, that's, you know, it's a problem, that, and like yeah. you said, you've got to work on yeah. gut health, um, and yeah. digestion, and all of that as well, I mean, it's, yeah, it is exactly. beyond fitness,
3: it's very well, I do find, <laughs> someone who's been dieting for so long with such low calories, their appetite is terrible, and it does take yeah. a lot actually yeah, yeah. get their appetite to a place where we can eat maintenance calories because they've been eating even fewer than a thousand calories a day for a long time and their maintenance maybe two thousand so try to get you know them up to being able to eat that much is you
2: know, sometimes a little bit of a challenge it does take a little bit of time to build them back up. Yeah. Exactly and what I find for people when they are like living that calorie deficit life is you know like appetite's just not there anymore mm. and it's hard for them to eat but that's usually a sign that, you know, there's mm-hmm. something going on with, with thyroid function. And then, you know, as you do start gradually building up there for so their calories, um, it, it starts to come back. And then it's almost like when it does come back, you're like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm, I'm starving all the time mm-hmm. now, you know? And it's just from that hormonal response with like leptin and ghrelin, like they're finally triggered, you know, things are starting to start functioning
0: again. Mm-hmm. Mm. No, I love it. And, We've already spoken for an hour, but that's <laughs> um, okay. That's
2: okay. <laughs> the conversation. You let it go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I, yeah, and it's again. It's all those, you know, like someone is scared of being hungry, um, and it's and, or like they wouldn't be able c- to control it, and you know, or they just they've lost all kind of sense of satiety and hunger signals and things like that, and. And again, you know, I think in one of your posts, Aaron, you said, you know, you're just not ready to be in a fat loss phase. There's so much that needs to be in place before you can have a successful and sustainable fat loss phase. I mean, yeah, you yeah. can you can beat yourself up and not lose much, but and then feel like a failure and that you're broken and all of this. And then you'll just make it harder for yourself. But yeah, spending time at the, the glorious maintenance uh, is... It's a beautiful place to be. Yeah, I think you. Absolutely. She sent
1: me that post and I just sent it to all the. Uh, <laughs> all your female clients. <laughs> all the female, like, female clients and a lot of the ladies who DM with advice. And I remember you were showing us, uh, she was showing us your page and you sent that. And I just pressed forward.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you went down the list.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, because sometimes it's like you said, it's as a male, you say some things and they're like, mm, what do you do? It's like, yes. yes, you've read it, but what do you know? So mm-hmm. when I see such, I'm like, send to also. So <laughs> It was, <laughs> well, a, really, it was a really yeah. good post.
0: <laughs> yeah, because every, everyone who comes was like, yeah, fat loss, fat loss, oh, fat yeah. loss. And it's like, well, yeah, like you say, to it's like, maybe in three to six yeah, months I, I, you minimum, sure? you know, then we can look yeah. at it. And it's like... Thanks. Exactly. Um, I, I don't think anyone who's ever worked with me would never gone into a deficit straight away because it's, you don't want to half-ass it because then you're down-regulating all your hormones and then, uh, but that's not what anyone exactly. wants to hear. You know, it's just yeah, like. Yeah, that, that's not the sexy
2: side. Like, you know, people don't want to hear like, oh, so I have to not be in a calorie deficit? Like, I'm not going to get lean? Like, I, I but I want to be lean. I want to look like my, my famous or my my favorite influencer and you know and it's just like no like the if you want success with weight loss like lasting success spend more time out of the calorie deficit like your your body will thank you you know and and you'll make better progress you know whenever that season of fat loss comes back around again as long as that season's not like Every other week, type of season, like <laughs> yeah. you're, you know, it has to be a long season, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
3: a bit like you know, my favorite people to come on board are the ones that have been overeating and under training because mm-hmm. I every mean, year wants to keep going, mm-hmm. but ones who've been over training and under eating, yeah, it just takes longer because you've got to build them up to, yeah.
2: Yeah, I I love that too. Like you know, especially like the ones like the females who are like, "Well, I've never dieted before, but I do want to lose weight." And I'm like, "Yes!" Like because you know they're gonna respond. You're like, "This is beautiful. This is what I want." But then you know you get the ones where they're like, "Well, you know, I've been dieting since I was like 13, and I'm now 40, and I do my my CrossFit every day." And you're just like, "Oh, okay, (laughs) okay." This is working. But the
0: sad thing is I've never I've never met a woman who's not dieted. I've never worked with a woman who has not dieted.
1: Same.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It, it, mm. I, so, I think like they're rare. They're very rare. And I've worked with probably maybe one woman over the course of me doing this who's they they've never dieted or they never really wanted to until they started working with me and I was just like can there be more women like you like that that would be amazing like do you
1: have friends Always, like you're doing damage control always mm-hmm. it's always you get a diet and you see it and you're like oh another 900 800 calorie diet oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah
2: it makes you want to beat your head in the wall you like why if like, you don't even realize what you're doing to yourself yeah
1: it's, uh... and worse when
0: it's you know like your first coach worse when it's prescribed by a woman coach who should you would hope know better um and yeah. that was another post i loved of yours where you're like don't choose your coach on what they look like or, yeah. or you know what they've achieved with they anyone yeah. else because we're all so different um true, true. and that you protocol down, is not going though. to work
3: most as you know most coaches the success, successful coaches are usually because they've got their abs out on Instagram or, you know, from the females in their bikini shots, the glute charts on the Wednesday or whatever. You know, that, rather than people actually, you know, consumers buy with their eyes rather than actually reading the posts and find
2: out where, you know, what information is being given. True. You know. Exactly. I, I, it's all about the value. Like, what value can they bring you? I mean, anyone can post, like, a really good ab shot you yeah. know and, and put some little quote like oh seize the day True. or and it's like <laughs> okay but what yeah like what yeah. what kind of value or insight are you giving me to to like how you do things you know how like because I'm a firm believer yeah. in here's your problem but here's your solution you know like help people not just like here's a group shot guys like let me quote like let me quote a Bible verse, or you, you know, like I see so many of those. I'm just like, no, like that's the problem.
0: They, that, yeah, know. that is the problem, right? There, yeah.
3: But <laughs> most of my posts are just purely educational, and I get a lot less engaged with those. And they oh, yeah, if I picture of me off oh.
0: in your bikini, your mankini, yeah, yeah.
1: like, like now, and that's. No, sorry, I was just going to say, just take shredded pictures, and then they're all, like, swipe left. So, it's your picture, and then swipe left is the educational stuff, so too late when they, when they get to the picture. Yes,
2: that's how, that's how I get them. That's the strategy. Yeah. A... Post the good pictures, and they're like, oh, look at her. Swipe everything's off, yeah.
0: You're yeah. going to learn today. Yes. And they're like, oh, dang it. I felt for that one again. <laughs> guess, yeah. Yeah. But it almost backfires. Like if you post like a picture of yourself, you know, quite lean, then everyone's like, oh, I want to work with you to look like you. And you're like, well, I spent a whole year at maintenance. Are you, are you willing to do that? It's like, no.
1: Nope.
0: Yeah. And it's like, you, you, you don't know someone's backstory. You don't know what yeah. it took to get from X to Y. And. Yeah, if you're if you're super serious about it, it is gonna be it is gonna be uncomfortable. Um, it really is. Uh, I would say, it it, like, for me working with women, like the maintenance phase, reverse dieting is harder than the actual deficit. Like when they eventually go into a deficit, just because yeah. there's all this mind, mindset stuff mm-hmm. to overcome, and yeah, just a lot of uh, monsters under the bed to sweep out concerning. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It it will it will bring out the like the demons, so to speak, like in, in people, like in women specifically, you know. Because for males, it's just like I don't care, like increase food. I don't care if I don't have abs right now. Like I'm, I'm cool. Like we're good. But like females, it's just like, oh my god, the scale went up a pound. Like I, this reverse dieting is still working fast. Like I can't be doing this. Like what are we doing? It's like, calm down. Weight will fluctuate. It's okay.
3: But uh, Although I'm finding it changing for men as well. You know, the pressure of social media is getting more for men now as yeah. well. I have a lot of, True. you know, male clients go, oh, why can't I have abs all year round? It's so, like, well, one, it's probably not that healthy unless you're genetically predisposed to, you know, carrying your fat all over your body. Well, I mean, just <laughs> like me. But me. I me, I try to explain. I, I have abs for about eight weeks of the year just before I step on stage, just like it, because, you know, I hold my weight on the stomach, you know. What are you going to do? I've got lean shoulders all year, but, you know, no one cares about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, thing is, that?
0: That? We should start you the lean explain, shoulder trying movement. Trying to explain that.
3: Yeah. You know, yeah. not just not put not your not quote here, Andy.
0: Motivational shoulder quotes. But it's like,
3: and it is... Social media plays a heavy role, but women have had it for a lot longer, and it's been drummed into from a lot of girls from childhood. You know, like, I'm a bit old, I'm 40, so, like, magazines. Like, when I was young, Kate Moss, all the women want to look like Kate Moss. I've said on this podcast, at least one thing the Kardashians have done is actually Kim Kardashian tried to make booties a bit more mainstream. So, you know, you see a lot of women now, at least they're in the squat rack, it may be still under eating, so we're not gonna build any glutes, but yeah. at least yeah, maybe a bit more yeah, progress. M- m- yeah. Yeah. progress,
2: that's for sure. sure. Yeah. I mean that's that's definitely a positive, like something positive Kim Kardashian did, you know, like
3: that I mean, have it was one thing at
2: least. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her that. We'll give her that.
0: <laughs> Pat on the back, Kim Kardashian.
2: Yeah.
0: So, Taryn, if, if um, anyone sort of got blood work done here, I know you do sort of consultations. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, I do. So yeah, anyone so, uh, listening, if you do get blood work done here, but you just read it and it looks like ancient Greek, um, Taryn can uh, des- decipher that for you. Um, and I think that's just through the, your IG link that they can sort yeah. of find you. So they can, they can either email
2: me directly mm-hmm. or the IG link or even DM me, you know, through through Instagram. That's kind of like the, the portal, you know, to, to get to me. But in regards to blood work really quick for a female, mm-hmm. it is important that she does try to get her panels done between days 19 and 22 of her cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's, you know, you don't want it when you're on your cycle because all hormones will they'll drop. Um, You also don't want it when you're in your follicular phase or even ovulation phase. So days 19 to 22 is the most ideal phase for for getting panels ran.
0: Okay, that's good to know. So, yeah, anyone listening? uh, Well, I've shared Taryn a lot, but I'll put uh, all her (coughs) contact details uh, in the show notes so you can um, contact her if you want to because I think that's just a great resource um, because I don't know. Anyone here who who does that, apart from GPs and gynecologists will slap you on birth control, <laughs> um, which yeah, pretty is much. not going to be helpful. But if like you said, Taryn if you think you've got something going on with your hormones, um, and yeah, if you you've got to be brutally honest with yourself, are you overtraining? And that usually looks like a six, you know, even five day a week can be overtraining. I only train four. um, are you doing cardio the whole time? Are you a chronic under eater? You know, and and if you think you are all of those things, then, you know, it, it is a time to, to lead the deficit life for a bit, you know? Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah. And then in terms of supplements and things, I think it's, it's always best to work with, with a professional who, who can, who can sort of point you in the right direction so that you're not, dazzling down CMOS and I don't know what else, um, which is all the craze here right now. I was just like, C-mos.
1: C-mos.
0: C moss. C moss. Well, I was just talking to Ashley who's a dietitian here, and I'm like, I'm just seeing CMOS everywhere. I don't know, like Instagram hears you say CMOS, and now I just get adverts for CMOS gel. And Nothing. I'm like, what is CMOS? And she was like, actually that well, there's a no scientific research or anything on it, and it's got a lot of iodine. So if you're now guzzling sea moss, you know, there's a lot of <laughs> iodine in there, so it's... Oh, it nice. it, can't taste nice. It can't taste nice. It no. looks like slug juice. <laughs> it's, it's like, like seaweed so grass. It's, it tastes like lawnmower <laughs> trails. No. But people are promoting that no. here, no. and it's just like... Mm,
1: yeah.
0: Mm. So, yeah, always work with someone who knows what they're doing. Um, yeah, work with, work with a professional. Um, as always, that's what we say. Um, we yes. are not hormone specialists, which is why we wanted Taryn to come on. Um, and yeah, the beauty of social media is that you can reach her wherever you are in the world mm-hmm. and get yep. some good advice. Um, but yeah, in general, us ladies, we need to spend more time at maintenance and just embrace it, enjoy it, get strong and exactly. take up more space. Yes, Exactly. Build a Kim
2: Kardashian
0: booty. <laughs> booty, quads, yeah, whatever you want. <laughs> I'm about the quads and the delts. Yeah. That
2: was
0: <laughs> I'm like, yeah. big darlin' <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, well, Taryn, that thank you so, up. so much for taking time out of your weekend to talk to us. Um, Absolutely. Uh, yeah, we've been looking forward to having you on for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Leon was laughing at me. I was sitting here like, half an hour before he's like I know you're excited for
1: uh, this one uh, more like, than half an hour yeah, like,
3: <laughs> i like
1: I told her I the, the same, same thing cuz when when we get like a pro male bodybuilder me and Andy are chatting an so and probably
2: like oh my gosh I
1: can't wait yeah so I was I was uh, Play my video game, and I come I come to get food, and Clea is here an hour before, and I'm like...
0: It wasn't
1: an hour. I, I was like...
0: <laughs> I, I have to set everything up, okay? No,
1: but I was like, am
0: I, am I, like, am I late?
1: I thought I was late, like, am I eating late? Because I'd planned to eat 30 minutes before, so it, 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 was, it was nice to see her very... Ready and uh, yeah, and you'd be a good one. Um, yeah. yeah,
2: well we well, yeah Well I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on and it was really great connecting you. with you guys. Um I did listen to the podcast like prior it coming on because I was like, Okay, I gotta know about these guys, like I can't be completely ignorant. So yeah. um I, I do like what you guys are doing. Like keep like keep doing it, like keep spreading the word. I I think it's fantastic, like how all three of you guys come together on this.
0: Right, okay. right, and you've got a podcast too.
2: Okay. I do, I do. Yeah. But I haven't been consistent with recording because it's yeah. myself and my fiance, yeah. and we just have completely different schedules. Because mm. he's an online coach as well, yeah. so it's hard for us to sit down. Well, I shouldn't say it's hard. At, we just haven't made the time to do it. Yeah. But we <laughs> want to yeah. bring
0: it back. Yeah. So
2: oh, nice. yeah. yeah,
0: hopefully. Yeah. Well, I'll link it below. I think it's GT Radio. GT radio, GT yeah. radio. I'll, I'll put it below because I'm sure there's some good ones there that I will definitely go and listen to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your weekend um, hiking yeah, you in Florida too. or whatever you do yeah. on weekends. <laughs> on <the
2: beach. laughs> Just hike, try to find alligators, you know, the Florida
1: thing. I find an alligator, I slip. Yeah. <laughs> are <Cardio laughs> done. Cardio <Yeah,
2: laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do have gator in the fridge though Like I will say that Like I plan on eating gator tail t- t- today Really? Oh, I have nice. yeah, i, mean, I mean, yeah.
3: doll I you know, imagine it tastes identical
2: I would, Yeah, I would imagine It's really good though it's, Yeah, it's, it's like, like, just like, just like, like it's a
3: meaty good. fish almost it's I like, think
2: it tastes like chicken Not quite a meat, not quite a fish It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's that in between Yeah, it's really good <laughs> I would yeah. highly recommend you guys give it a try if you have it And then frog legs too Eat frog legs. Yeah, yeah. So oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Terrific, how, a, how are
0: the macros in the frog legs? Like you'd yeah. have to eat like fifty of them. Uh, well,
2: no, you get big the frog.
0: Oh, yeah. the, 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 okay. Like the,
2: the, big
1: the big boys, boys. like. Uh, I was about. Yeah. I, oh. We have three frogs here. Oh, that I, ta- that I was about to start. I, I,
3: was, about, to <laughs> <a frog. laughs> I was going to <laughs> set up. I was going it's to like set crazy. up traps. <laughs> Yeah, no, you, yeah, yeah, you want the no, little tree
1: frogs? Yeah.
2: No, no, you <laughs> want the little tree frogs? Like, yeah, no, you that. want the bull frogs? Like, oh, nice. they're and they're really mean too, and they're amazing. Like, it tastes like kind of like chicken, but with like a fish texture. Yeah. really good. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, yeah. we'll try those <laughs> out. <here. laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Don't
0: sure. no, have have to a say
3: the Nile crocodile.
1: You'll be alright. Yeah.
0: No, I'd rather. I'd rather Crocodile, yes. Yeah, somewhere.
1: that one. The, the, the fro- I don't know where we'd find frog here though. So, There's yeah.
0: one in the
1: drain. Uh, right? No, I'm not hunting frog. I get, know better. Get a food. get a poisonous toad and.
2: so <laughs> yes, oh, no, the yeah. yeah.
1: I'm, I'm not going to no 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 no. Probably <laughs> get you
3: anabolic, Leon. Give it a go. Yeah. Yeah
1: yeah. Kya's <laughs> <There you laughs> like what? Yeah. Just find me here with toad. No 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 no. I'm I'm, I'm I, don't, I don't even like how they look so. No.
0: Well, before this goes, this this is gonna go down a different rabbit hole, Taryn. Thank you (laughs) so much. much. (laughs) We're off to yeah. (laughs) On that
1: note, thank you so much.
2: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate being on. It was great connecting with all of y'all. Yeah, Yeah. it is. uh, Again,
0: that's the beauty of the world these days. You can connect with people everywhere. It's very cool. Exactly. Yeah. Well, enjoy your guys' this
2: weekend, and thank you again. I really appreciate you it. Too. Thank All you, Terry. Yeah, bye. bye. All right, bye, guys. Bye. bye. bye.